Hello and welcome to the Stoked on Spokes Podcast. 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 Wait, like SOS? Well, it's about fight. Ride, gear, races, community, and so much more. My name is Curtis White. My name is Magalie Rochette. My name is Stephen Hyde. I'm Caroline Menus. I'm Gage Heck. I am Anna McGeeley. This is the Stoked on Spokes Podcast. Let's get rolling. Hello and welcome to the 59th episode of the Stoked on Spokes podcast. I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who's been taking the time every day to post of the hashtag April Cycling Challenge. Today I'm joined by Stacy McGrath, Brent Evans, talking all things the Pan-Ohio Hope Ride. How are you guys doing today? Fantastic. How are you today, Alan? I'm good. Brent? Super stoked to be here. Can you guys please introduce yourself and give your bicycle background? It's pointing at me. I guess I'll kick things off. Thanks, Alan. Um, my name is Stacy McGrath, and I've been riding bikes since uh, 2008, actually. You know, I, I bought a bike in 2008 just to get a little exercise after not having ridden a bicycle since college at that time, and kind of very quickly became hooked on it just as a exercise, as transportation, as adventure. And shortly after I bought my bike, I found out about the Pan Ohio Hope Ride and really got hooked on cycling while I was training for Pan Ohio. So Pan Ohio is definitely very closely connected to my bicycle journey, which I'm sure we'll hear much more about as we go. You know, to that point, Stacy, I've heard that people have gone out and purchased bicycles or borrowed bicycles just because of the Pan Ohio and its legacy and its uh, allure. So I think you're in good company there. And I was not good at riding bicycles when I was a child. I was just reflecting yesterday on how it was very difficult for me to learn how to stand up on a bike and go up on a hill on a bike. And my dad constantly was trying to get me, he wasn't a cyclist, but he was constantly trying to get me stand up and go over the hill. And, and then one day I turned into a professional road cyclist. So, you know, there's, there's hope for everybody. I've been riding bikes uh, all of my life, runner and many multi-sport but cycling is what has kept my kept the charm in my life. There are two very important things to me selfishly each year, and that is that I get to ride the Pan Ohio Hope Ride and that I win a certain bicycle race. And if I win that certain bicycle race, I get to wear the state champion's jersey at day one of Pan Ohio Hope Ride. And that is Christmas in July for me. That is the pinnacle of my year and selfish things that I, I want. So a lot of racing in Europe, a lot of coaching of wonderful and amazing athletes in triathlon and cycling. But the Pan Ohio Hope Ride is what stands out every year as uh, what gets me stoked on bicycles. Congratulations to you, Brett, by the way. I don't know if I've spoken to you since your big win at States this year. Huge congratulations. Cannot wait to see you in that state championship jersey this summer. That, that is the best time to wear it when you're crossing the state of Ohio on the Pan Ohio Hope Ride. That is what it's all about, that connection. This makes me feel like Brett and I are sort of like polar opposite cyclists in a way, which which I find kind of cool. Like I think about Brett the day he showed up for his first Pan Ohio Hope Ride and me the day I showed up for my first Pan Ohio Hope Ride. And here he is, this accomplished professional cyclist, coach, racer. And here's me that's like, do I have two gloves? What am I doing? Uh, or how do I clip in? I'm still falling over clipping in because I've only been doing this for a couple months. Um, I really had no idea what I was doing. So we're, we're sort of total opposites. So I've never, I've never asked you what was your first day on Pan Ohio Hope Ride like. That is a great, that is a great story that I want to hear. What was it like? Scary. Exciting. And why? Exciting. Why? Well, most of my training, as it was, I didn't really have a plan. I literally found out about Pan Ohio about eight, eight weeks before it happened. 
I had had my bike for about a month before that. I had a friend who actually took me to a, an organized charity ride. I think it was the, the Diabetes Association's Tour de Cure. She's like, hey, they have 30, 60, or 90-mile routes. And I'm like, hey, you're crazy, right? I, I rode 12 miles last night around my neighborhood, and that was like a new record for me. So she dragged me out to do this 30-mile ride. I was terrified of that because it seemed like a crazy distance to ride. And when we left there, someone had left a flyer on our cars about Pan Ohio. I'm like, hey, I just had fun with this ride. Maybe I'll do this next. It's eight weeks away and, you know, 300 miles instead of the 30 I just rode. But yeah, so I kind of did nothing but ride my bike around for eight weeks. No real plan. Didn't really know what I was doing, but I just spent time on my bike and I showed up to this thing. I didn't really know anyone and it was super scary and super excited and super exhilarating. Um, group start, terrifying when you're used to riding by yourself and now you're starting in this group with people all around you. And again, I mentioned I had just started clipping in. So I'm like, I hope I don't fall over. You don't want to be that person that like falls over and causes the dominoes at the start line. Um, but it was fun. And then I, you know, by the time I finished it, I was just absolutely hooked. Yeah. And so that, here, here's a big question I have. All by yourself. You started all by yourself. By the end of the day, were you all by yourself? No, of course not. <laughs> of course not. They, we talk about inclusivity in this world today that we're in. And I love that we're doing that. But I've got to throw out that Pan Ohio Hope Ride is the OG in terms of it's not a doctrine, it's not a mandate, it's not even anything anybody talks about. If you start the Pan Ohio Hope Ride by yourself, at the end of day one, you'll have at least two good friends, if not 20. And by the end of the four-day, 328-mile ride, you will have found your tribe, you will have found people who have adopted you, who said, we're starting tomorrow at this time, I'll see you then, we're gonna have dinner, why don't you come join us? If you come into Pan Ohio by yourself, you're not leaving without friends, you're not leaving having had a, a solo experience, absolutely not, and that's what I love. I feel like we're kind of jumping around down the other you are, you are, but that's, that's fine. Jump, jump around is a good thing. Anyway, do you guys remember the first time you've ever met? I do. Yeah, yeah. You, you probably know because I'm not very memorable, but I remember that we were down. Uh, well, I remember meeting you, but the first time we really connected was we were at a social event for the Pan Ohio, and I don't normally get to go to them. And we decided after the sweaters. Yes. Okay. And I decided decided after the social event, several of us were going to go get ice cream. Yeah, I remember that. And you and I were walking down the street, and you had blinky lights going. And I took a, a quick little video of you, said that you're sparkling and fabulous. And you said, yes, I am. And I knew, you know, I always adored you and thought this is a really cool person I want to get to know. But right then I was like, we're kindred spirits. <laughs> so I think uh, one point of differentiation, that was me being sparkly and fabulous, like late into the evening. Um, I think my first memory of Brett was probably at, you know, seven o'clock in the morning when he comes out all sparkly and fabulous you know, on, on Pan Ohio, we call Brett Mr. Good Morning. Because he's that guy that's out there bright and early at the crack of dawn, running around, good morning, and everyone's like, yo, I haven't had my coffee yet. Could you tone it down a little bit? <laughs> I've never seen someone more energetic. No, you are memorable, Brent. Your energy certainly draws everyone in, and you bring that light to Pan Ohio as well. I first started Pan Ohio in 2008, and Brent came along in 2009. And I think that was a couple years later that we actually got to spend time together at that social in Cleveland. But, you know, I think Brent energy into any room you walk into so it's hard to not uh, notice you <laughs> well and it's it's good when people don't run out of that room right so no caffeine hardly any sugar and i'm just excited every morning in pan ohio and i love saying good morning because it brings a lot of hope every day is a new hopeful day and and 
Pan Ohio Hope Ride, what are we trying to do? We're trying to provide hope for everyone. You know, we're fundraising for cancer patients who will never meet and who are so deserving. But everyone on the ride, whether you're a rider or a volunteer or somebody who's organized, you know, ham radio operator, the bike staff, Pan Ohio brings a lot to your soul and a lot to who you are in terms of you are validated, you're telling your story, and you're doing something that really is noble. So when I say good morning, and I'm really excited, it's supercharged by Pan Ohio. It really gives you, you know, 10 times the energy. Now, yeah, yeah. maybe I need to tone it down a hair, especially no, early in the morning, but it's hard to contain. I wish I could bring that kind of energy first thing in the morning. <laughs> it takes me a little bit of time to work up to that level of spark. And that's good. And that's good because we all we all have our own, you know, circadian rhythms and, and all that jazz. So, you know, I, I remember my first day on the Pan Ohio Hope Ride, and it was uh, very random in that I was going to get to ride. But Sabina McCafferty, a woman that I worked with, we were sitting in Cleveland Clinic Tossing Center waiting to go in and, and talk to some people about multiple myeloma treatment. We were talking, and she said, well, you ride bicycles, right? I said, yeah, yes, I do. She said, well, have you ever done the Pan Ohio Hope Ride? And I said, what's the Pan Ohio Hope Ride? And she said, you're kidding me. <laughs> so little did I know what the Pan Ohio Hope Ride was, was all about. And my first day was wedged in between a lot of travel to go to clinics and take care of cancer patients and things in my line of work. And I had one day that I wasn't on a plane and I got to go to the Pan Ohio Hope Ride and I just took it all in. And when I left at the end of that day, I was very sad. I was sad because I wanted it to keep going. But I only had one day and I was grateful. So my first day, I made sure I was the last person to leave the parking lot and just took it all in as we rolled through this noise and lights and sound and people who came out to cheer for us as we rolled out of Cleveland across the big bridge and through downtown and police officers escorting us out and these joyful people that I didn't even know existed, right? And all of a sudden it was just this traveling circus of hope. And man, if you want to talk about getting addicted on your first dose, I was all in after that. So how has this friendship grown over the years? Well, the fact that Stacy didn't run away, right? That actually she said might have been drawn to me. That that's you know that's on her. So I'll I'll say that Stacy's become somebody who is very much an anchor in my life, and it's for many reasons: her energy, her passion, her story, her her husband Daryl, the human being that he is, and how they met, and then her significance to the Pan Ohio Hope Ride and her role in as a rider, her role now as a leader, and somebody that I can always just reach out to no matter what, whether it has to do with the Pan Ohio Hope Ride or just life. And we don't get to see each other very often, but when we do, it's awesome. And even if we haven't for months, it's like not a day has passed. So it's, it's unique in my life to have these types of connections and have a person that just is always pure love, just opening and, and welcoming to say, how are you? What's going on in your life? How's your family? Thanks, Brent. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think I've met some of the best people I know 
through Pan Ohio over the years, and Brent's definitely at or near the top of that list of just incredible people. Uh, I like to think of like the kickoff dinner. You know, when we get back together, like like Brent said, sometimes we'll go long spaces of time without seeing each other, but we all come together for a kickoff dinner on Wednesday evening, the night before the ride starts. And I always think it's a little cheesy to call things a family, but like Brent mentioned, when you've spent this time together riding across the state, you bond with people, and it's this incredible experience of having all these different people coming together that are like-minded about fighting cancer and passionate about cycling and magic happens while you're together for those four days, you know, especially spending overnights together. So that Wednesday evening really is a family reunion to me. And Brent Evans is one of the first people I look for when I get off that bus coming up from Columbus. You know, I ride a bus up from Columbus. He's already up there in Cleveland. I just love seeing Brent and Corinne every year. And he has been such a, a staunch supporter and cheerleader. Anytime I feel a little bit down, I know I can reach out to Brent and he will pump me back up and fire me up. And, and just the love and the encouragement and the support and the inspiration. I, I find Brent and his wife, Corinne, to be some of the most inspiring people is like the way I would want to live my life and being active and being fit and healthy and encouraging people and building people up. I love you, Brett. Now we're in the big love fest here, but seriously, I've, I've met a lot of truly amazing people through Pan Ohio. Um, I always wish we lived in the same city so we could just kind of get together for dinner more often and see each other more. Absolutely. That, that would be dangerous. That would be dangerous. Probably. Getting us together too often. You made a good point that I try to tell people. When you describe the Pan Ohio Hope Ride, you, you start with the basics. It's a four-day, 328-mile ride that raises money for the Hope Lodges that are scattered across the country where cancer patients and their caregivers can stay for free. And the average stay is 14 days, but some people stay 60, 90 days. And I tell people, think about that financial burden. If you're coming into a city that you don't live in for a clinical trial, just as James Bond and Kathleen Bond, two of the founders of this, did long ago, and they had family to stay with, that right there, beyond the cancer diagnosis and all you're dealing with, that financial burden would be horrific. So once we get past that, and you ride bicycles, and it's 328 miles, and it's broken up over four days, I tell people, you will meet the nicest people you have ever met on the planet at the Pan Ohio Hope Ride. And they just kind of wonder about that. I don't know anybody. I, I, I know somebody, but I know very few people who have done the Pan Ohio Hope Ride once. If you do it once, you're going to do it again. And for addicts like Stacy and I who have done it, 15 and, and 14 years, th there's something to that. There are not a lot of events. I don't think there is an event. It used to be through along the side of River Valley, Tazruf, that I think I've done 12 or 13 times. But I don't know that there is an event that I've consistently done 14 years in a row and super excited about it. And it's the people. And yeah. I, will, I will jump out there and say it's the volunteers. Don't you agree, Stacy? Absolutely. Because certainly I never thought I was doing this more than once. I, I got this brochure. I'm like, well, that's a big, crazy, audacious goal that maybe I'll make a once in a lifetime experience as a big challenge to myself. And, you know, I, I guess just a little bit of background on that. You know, I had lost my dad to cancer. So this was a way for me to find something positive to do with that in his memory and do something that was going to be helpful. And Riding my bike all those miles that summer really was a beautiful way to work through grief. I probably cried a lot of tears out on the fields of central Ohio riding my bike around out there. But it was, it was fantastic therapy for me. But it still was like, okay, this is a big challenge to myself, and I'm going to do this once, and I'm going to say I did it. 
And I, I can't quit this thing. Here we are, like Brent said, 15 years later. You know, it was, as soon as I got there, as soon as I crossed that finish line, I was like, okay, where do I sign up for next year? Because I want to be around this energy. I want to be around these people. Brent mentioned Kathleen. We can talk about the history more, but Kathleen Bond was one of the co-founding co-chairs. Dennis Hoffer was the other co-founding co-chair with her. And he really likes to say that, you know, as much as you are doing to make a difference for other people through Pan Ohio, you're really helping yourself most of all. And Pan Ohio is going to make a difference to you personally. And I do believe that, you know, I think it, it changed my life for the better, you know, to, to show me what I could do, to, to allow me to challenge myself, do more than I thought I could, and, you know, keep going sort of in this very structured, supportive environment that really made me go, wow, I, I can't ride my bike 300 miles across the state because I don't know that I would have ever believed I could do that before. And I always say you know, like cycling or an event like this is sort of the, the perfect combination of this individual challenge in this team environment. Like you know, nobody else is going to pedal my bike for me. I, I got to turn the pedals with my own legs, but you're not alone out there. And the volunteers are absolutely as big a part of this event as the riders. We have a number of riders or a number of volunteers that stay with us for all four days of the event. Some of them, a tremendous SAG team. Uh, the, the SAG operation of this event behind the scenes is absolutely incredible. This team, including ham radio operators that are out there with eyes on the road, they know where the riders are, they're communicating. They're on hand to, to pick people up if they need a little lift or a ride or to, to take them to a mechanic if they're having bike problems. We had a great time this past year. It's happened a number of times that we've had massive thunderstorms that pop up in Ohio in summer. And this one was bad. So it was like, take shelter, close the course. Nobody should be out on the road bad. And I'm on the radio and I'm just listening to them radioing in. Okay, we got six riders in this garage at that address. And we got 10 riders in this barn at that address. And they're swooping up people on the road. And it was just this amazing coordinated effort. So you don't really see them out there all the time, but you know they're there. So you feel safe and you feel supported. You never have to think about what you're going to eat or drink because every 15 to 20 miles, there's another stop with volunteers handing you all the food and nutrition and hydration that you could possibly need. And it's, it's just it's a really fun way to get through doing a longer tour with all this amazing support. So tons of volunteers that come along with us for the full four days, plus a lot that just come along for a single day at a water stop or a school to help out along the way. But yeah. It's really rewarding, too. Yep, there's some of the people I enjoy seeing year after year, too. We have great consistency in that volunteer team. The thing that Stacy's not telling you about the volunteers is they have themed water stops. <laughs> Last year, my favorite was the love boat. We've had pirates and cowboys. We've had the Eiffel Tower with baguettes, like a real Eiffel Tower structure. Everyone is dressed up. Uh, neckerchiefs, berets, things like that. These people go all in. It's not just somebody there filling water bottles. They are all into the theme. They want you to, to vote for them for the, to be the best water stop. And I have to say that since we're on the topic of volunteers, Alan, they make you feel like a million dollars. I've yet to run into a volunteer who didn't have my best interests or such enthusiasm for what I was doing. You almost feel like you've cured cancer single-handedly by doing the Pan Ohio Hope Ride. They make you feel that good. My wife has ridden the Pan Ohio several times, Corinne. She volunteered all four days last year. I think she's hooked on volunteering. She said that was so exciting. She was involved in the thunderstorm and got to transport riders and keep them safe. And she said, I think I can help more people and I'm worth more to the Pan Ohio by volunteering. So she's a convert to one of the best people you ever meet. And those are the volunteers of the Pan Ohio Hope Ride. I remember the first time I met Stacy. I was working at Bike Source. I think she, I think she started literally like four or five months after I did. And she just came in all energetic, 
so much energy, just bubbly, excited. And then she starts talking about Pan Ohio, and it helps that the other people there's, there was other people at our location that also is are big into Pan Ohio. Our general manager Dan was a big time rider and then would turn into a mechanic when he arrived at the stops. Chet was a mechanic who loved Pan Ohio. It's also impressive when you see a wall of just all the different jerseys throughout the years overhead. That was kind of spoke to how much uh, our shop really loved Pan Ohio. Yeah, you know, Bike Source has been such a huge supporter since day one of Pan Ohio, and they were our primary mechanical support. We have involved other shops since then. Uh, but even Chet, uh, after he stopped working at Bike Source and moved on to other things, he still comes and volunteers his time with us as a mechanic all four days of the ride every summer. So yeah, to, to Brent's point, those volunteers, whether they're the, the volunteer drivers or, or water stop people or, or volunteer mechanics, are very much a part of this panel Ohio too. I think the biggest standing ovation at the recognition dinner tends to go to Chet and Dan and whoever else from Bike Source is with them because they just keep everyone rolling all four days. You know, but I want to just say, Alan, I, I remember meeting you because you know you said I came in with all this energy and enthusiasm, but what I didn't come in in with was any real knowledge of bicycles. <laughs> I really, really sometimes I don't know why Dan hired me. Um, I think he wanted that energy and a, a, that presence in the store. But let's be honest, I didn't really know Jack about bikes, and I just remember you, Alan. You were you were so kind. I feel like you, at that point I at least had a little bit of a sense of road bikes, but I didn't even ride a road bike. You know, when I started in Ohio, when I say I got a bike for exercise, I was riding literally like the cheapest entry-level bike you could get at a real bike shop, like a, a hybrid fitness bike, straight handlebars. And I rode that thing for 10 years in Pan, Ohio. It was fine. You know, like, you don't need a fancy road bike to come do Pan, Ohio. But I had started thinking about buying a road bike, so I had learned a bit about road bikes. But then there was this whole other side of the store that was so intimidating, because I'm like, what are mountain bikes even? And Alan, that's what I just remember one day you took me over there and literally started with the basics, like what is the difference between a hardtail and a full suspension mountain bike? Like that's how little I knew. And I just, I don't know if I ever thanked you for your kindness there, Alan, you uh, you helped me out a lot understanding that whole other side of the bike shop that I knew nothing about. Well, you're welcome. It was, it was an absolute pleasure. I really enjoyed when we worked together. It was, uh, it was refreshing, really refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. For the record, I just bought a hardtail finally this year. I finally made the plunge and bought one of those bikes from the other side of the store pretty exciting let the good times roll yeah, yeah. you know i time working together i always enjoyed working with you alan well, thank, you. thank you when you find somebody that's willing to educate about bicycles when you find dan and chet who are on the pan ohio who are again yeah the, the biggest ovation but when you find that person who's willing to take the time to pass on knowledge that was either hard learned or passed on to them you know, I think that's one of the most beautiful things about cycling, learning how to change your first tire, you know, taking a tube out, putting it in, becoming more self-sufficient. And a bike shop owner told me a long time ago, anybody that walks through the door of my bike shop is most likely looking to take some charge of a portion of their life. And if you think about it, you should be riding a bicycle for fun, enjoyment, decompression, fitness, whatever all positive reasons. Do you know anybody that rides a bicycle for a, a mean, hateful, negative reason? And so bike shops are the hub of, you know, where you find this new passion, where you gain this knowledge. And thank goodness for the people who are willing to take time, just as all of us were there, to say, let me, let me show you how to do this. Let me give you the gift of self-sufficiency 
or enjoying, you know, riding your bicycle. I have a family that has been stricken by cancer like many, and the Pan Ohio Hope Ride allows me to cope and to give back and to deal with feelings that I still have or that emerge. So every year as the year goes on, I get excited about doing the Pan Ohio Hope Ride. The Pan Ohio Hope Ride gives me resiliency. It gives me peace. It gives me a way to exert myself and feel good about what I'm doing to help others, but also to deal with the loss of my mom and, and many other people. So Stacy, when you talk about your dad had passed and you did the first Pan Ohio Hope Ride, I think there are many people that the Pan Ohio Hope Ride is that tonic, you know, and, and we look forward to it because then I have this glow after the Pan Ohio Hope Ride. And then we make it to the end of the year and in the real holiday season and Christmas. And then we start ramping up for my Christmas in July, right? So I think it's this cycle of hope trying to cope or deal with things that happen to you throughout the year, but knowing that you have this anchor event in your life and you have people like Chet and Dan and people who are willing to be so giving as you are trying to do yourself, you know, it is really a blessing. I said this year, Pan Ohio Hope Ride, I had a thought, and it's, I need you more than you need me. My fundraising and my presence or whatever is great, but I really need this event. And it's a gift that we continue to have it. So many things come and go, but Pan Ohio Hope Ride, thankfully, is still a consistent part of many of our lives. Definitely, it was the anchor of my year for many years. And what, it would kind of get me out of that funk. It's like, Sometimes I used to say, hey, my bicycle saved my life, and I don't know that that's much of an overstatement, if any. You know, I was not in a great place before I started riding. And there is something magical about getting back on a bike, especially you know, in my case that I hadn't done it in so many years. It sort of takes you back to that childlike wonder about the world. And you're like, wow, I can go really far. I may not be fast, but I can go places and I can adventure. And I would just set out from home and just ride a different direction. And like the discovery and the freedom of it really kind of did take me back to that childlike space that did give me a lot of hope and optimism about life. And then, yeah, and to bring up the people at Pan Ohio again, you know, one of my favorite things to do during Pan Ohio is to ride with different people, talk to different people and get their stories. Because you do realize that, you know, whatever you're going through, you're not alone in it. There's someone else on that ride that's gone through something very similar. Uh, it's very inspiring. Not only do we have you know friends and family members who have lost people or had people they know survive cancer, but we have many survivors themselves that ride. So that's very inspiring to see someone that went through cancer themselves, but they're still out here riding this bike. You know, I think cycling is one of those beautiful things that, you know, I was joking before that Brent and I are sort of polar opposites as cyclists, and that's okay because there's a place for both of us at, at the Pan Ohio Hope Ride, and really any level of cyclist can join us. You know, it's it's a big ride. It sounds like this crazy audacious thing to do four days, 328 miles of Cleveland to Cincinnati, but there's a lot of other ways to get involved in the Pan Ohio Hope Ride as well. Some people will come ride just one or two days with us. Uh, we have a virtual create your own 328 program. So if you're a more casual cyclist, you could challenge yourself. Still a big challenge to ride 328 miles over the course of a month. And then, you know, I mentioned this awesome SAG support. You know, we do have people that maybe won't ride the whole day and that's okay too. Like they'll ride what they can. And when they're done for the day, they call the SAG and they get a ride, you know. 
Kathleen Bond always liked to say, they still completed the ride across the state. They just added a couple extra wheels for parts of it here and there. And there's a place for us for that too. If you finish parts of your days on four wheels, that's totally fine as well. So we have everyone from you know, state champion cyclocross over here to maybe I just bought a bike just to ride Pan Ohio and I don't really know what I'm doing and we can all find a place there. Some people riding really fancy road bikes, some people ride mountain bikes, some people riding recumbents. We've had people on tandems, had a fat bike rider, we've had a tall bike rider, um, single speeds, like you name it. There's like a place for any and all cycling style. And I love that. I love that inclusivity about it. Um, you know, I think I would love to see more diversity and inclusivity in cycling in general, because I think there's a, a little bit of a stigma sometimes when people think about cyclists, like what is a cyclist? And they're going to picture the, the Brent Evanses of the world, right? The, the lean, fit, fast. But that's not true. Like, I'm like, who is a cyclist? Like, anyone whose butt is sitting on a bicycle, right? Whatever your shape, whatever your size, whatever your age, I feel like almost anyone can ride a bicycle and do it well, you know, especially with modifications. You know, maybe you can't ride it upright. Great. Here's a here's a recumbent. Maybe it's a trike. Maybe it's a hand pedal cycle because, you know, you have mobility issues. There's so many ways to modify bicycles that you know, I just love but it's for anyone. Absolutely. And I, I think you made a great point, and that is that if you can ride 328 miles and cross the state of Ohio, that's amazing. But I try to tell people, I wish you could just spend an hour in the Pan Ohio Hope Ride atmosphere, whether you're a volunteer or a rider, and just experience this because you haven't experienced anything like this. You might have done gravel rides or you might have done light the nights or any number of different types of events that are charitable or competitive, but Pan Ohio truly is unique and special. It's still the approachable, doable event that covers more distance than many other events, but for the fundraising, for the, you know, the ability to become part of a group immediately. And we like to say that it is four-day sleepaway fantasy bike camp family reunion. And James Bond, one of my heroes in life, told me that this is the family reunion that everybody wants to come to and that creepy uncle doesn't show up. And I stood there and I was like, ah, oh, that's really amazing. I wonder if I'm the creepy uncle. But, <laughs> and, and so then think about James Bond, somebody who that I, I, I adore. I adore Jim and Kathy Bond and Stacy said before they're, they're part of the founding uh, force behind the Pan Ohio Hope Ride. James Bond is now a 31-year multiple myeloma survivor as of this month. That's like starting every game in the NFL for 40 years. Nobody's done it. It's amazing. And he inspires me. And the, the bond between Kathleen and Jim and the way that they've worked through this. But think about this. Until just a couple of years ago, James Bond had ridden every single Pan Ohio Hope Ride. So when I would try to tell people, you can do the Pan Ohio Hope Ride, here's a gentleman who has two types of cancer, has been through four stem cell transplants, who has titanium shoulder, who wears orthotics, not contacts, but orthotics to see, has a pacemaker, lathers up in, in sunscreen every day. I am on a bicycle ride to raise money. James Bond is on a mission. James Bond getting to the end of each day was truly the most fascinating thing to me on an upright bicycle with a big brimmed hat around his helmet. And really, if I fall down, I'll get hurt. James Bond with multiple myeloma could have multiple fractures. It could be absolutely life altering. 
And he's out there putting the time and effort in. And there are so many people like that on the Pan Ohio Hope Ride. When I talk about it being my Christmas in July, my Christmas morning in July is to have a picture with James Bond and now Kathleen Bond. And that is truly what I look forward to as, okay, we're here, it's happening. I'm having my picture at the start line with them. But for James Bond to be able to do that, I should be able to do that as well, no matter what challenges I'm facing. Because if you think about the whole core of this event, it is, again, to provide for people who are going through possibly the most difficult thing they'll ever face. And that's a cancer diagnosis or being a, a caregiver for a cancer patient. And we want to give those people, you know, a good, clean, safe place to stay while they're going through this. So you think about riding 328 miles. We could just have a fundraiser event. We could just all get together and, and ask everyone for money. But 328 miles, and sometimes it's more, by the way, that's the inside joke, is sometimes it's 340, 300, you know, 345. It varies every year based on the route. But having the physical event to persevere through thunderstorms, through heat, hills, and have this connection with other people to become part of this rolling family, that is quintessential to the experience, that you can walk away and say, I did it. I know people who had huge doubts that they could do it, and they did it, and they grew as people, Stacy included, but people who, same story or, or, or worse, and they came and they did the Pan Ohio Hope Ride, and that has changed their lives. So Captain Andy Jones for my fundraising team, he says this is transformative. And even if you're an experienced cyclist who raced in Europe, you have no idea. It's transformative. I always enjoyed trying to spend a little bit of time finding at least a few miles to ride with Jim at some point throughout every ride. And one of my favorite pictures, too, a couple of my heroes, Jim and a friend of mine, Nick Ola, I have a picture of the two of them riding together. He was another one of the most inspiring people to ever ride Pan Ohio. Nick was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. Uh, like a couple weeks after his 50th birthday. Uh, it was bad. And if anyone knows anything about pancreatic cancer, you know it's one of the most aggressive, quickest, I feel like most other people I have heard with that level of diagnosis are gone within a matter of months, if not weeks. Nick had wanted to ride Pan Ohio. He was diagnosed in, in July and he had been planning to try to ride Pan Ohio the following year. And he pretty much told his doctors, you know, I know my long-term prognosis is bad, but do what you need to do to get me to next summer. I want to do this ride. And he did. Um, he did it on an e-bike, which helped him out a little bit, but he completed almost all of it. I think there were some issues with having to, to stop and charge his batteries during lunch and all that, but he completed most of all four days on his e-bike. And I have this picture of him riding with Jim together. I'm like two of the most inspiring people I know. Nick's outlook on it is always fantastic. You know, I think it's, it's really easy to get overwhelmed and say, oh, I can't ride 328 miles. And you know, that's okay. Like there's only one person I know in the world that ever went out to ride 328 miles in one go. Um, and that's Brent Evans, who <laughs> the year we were totally virtual in 2020, just decided to go flat out cannonball and, and did the whole 328 miles in like, what, 19 hours and 40 minutes, was it? Is that... Yeah. Um, most of the rest of us that are a little bit more normal humans are like, I can't think about riding 328 miles. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe I think about riding 80 to 100 miles a day. That's still really far. Okay, maybe I'll think about riding from water stop to water stop. I'm actually going to go out and do a series of 15 to 20 mile rides. Nick took that a step further. He had like, we call it a Nick 
anytime I was ever on an organized ride with Nick and anyone asked him how much farther there was to go, without fail, he was like, five miles. Like, no matter where you were, it didn't matter if you were like five miles into a century. You asked him how much farther we had, it was five miles. Because his theory was anyone can ride five miles. And at the end of that five miles, you look at it, you're like, okay, now I'm going to ride five miles again. And then I'm going to ride five miles again. But at any moment, all I have to think about is I've got five miles in front of me. And that he brought so much joy and hope to people across the state that year. And I believe that training for it and looking forward to that event on that calendar kept him alive for months longer than he would have been. Unfortunately, we did lose him in September of that year. 15 months with a stage four pancreatic cancer diagnosis is pretty fantastic. And I will tell you, he packed a lot of living into that 15 months, too. That's that's a superhuman effort. Uh, I'm glad you're talking about Nick, because what do you call five more miles? A Nick. One more Nick. Anybody can do one more Nick. Anybody can ride one more Nick. And and I think that's the the definition of how to eat the elephant. How do you ride 328 miles? One mile at a time, one more Nick Mm -hmm. to the next rest stop. It's not that hard. Anybody I'll be honest, can do one sometimes more I'm writing for the next pre or the next mailbox. <laughs> I've, I've done that. Turn the pedals one more time and then do it again and again. Yeah, no, I've done that. And so you have what I call Pan Ohio moments. You have this amazing setting. You have these stories around you. I try to meet everyone on the Pan Ohio Hope Ride because you have no idea what they're going to tell you or what their background is. Dear friend April, I met her in the the line at the cafeteria, and I said, hey, why are you doing the Pan Ohio Hope Ride? And she turned to me and very resolutely said, because I have to. I have to do this ride. And a friend of hers had told her about the Pan Ohio Hope Ride, and she had to be out there to do the Pan Ohio Hope Ride to help others. Some days she made it all the way, and some days she didn't, and she's one of the greatest inspirations I've ever seen on the Pan Ohio Hope Ride because she's out there putting in immense amounts of effort to get to the next rest stop or to make one more Nick. And those Pan Ohio moments could be that you meet somebody, that you hear someone's story that resonates with you, that it overwhelms you at some point in time, you just break down and cry. I made it through an entire Pan Ohio Hope Ride without one tear, without breaking down. We're in Cleveland. My wife and I have just had a great ride. We're about to leave. And I run into Patrick. And Patrick and I are like, how was your ride? I'm headed toward my car. He's got a beer. And he says something to me. And we look at each other. And then just Niagara Falls, right? Just lost it. Just completely lost it because we had this connection about our mom. And just was like, okay, there's my Pan Ohio Hope Ride moment. There's my golden nugget. It's so inspiring to be around people who have such a conviction, are having so much fun, you know, and and I miss it. When you drive away from the Pan Ohio Hope Ride, there's a sense of accomplishment and there's a sense of belonging. But for me, there's also a sense of, oh man, I just wanted to keep on going, right? Yeah, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, this has been a lot. I just want to keep on waking up and riding my bike at seven o'clock in the morning each day and getting to the next stop and being with these people and then hearing somebody's story or cheering people at the finish line or being cheered for. It's, it's not a bicycle race. It's not a competitive event. It's an event that really elevates the human spirit. It's an event that really celebrates whatever you've got going on right now is good enough. 
you don't have to be anything other than you're here, you're now, you're in the moment. And tell me where else you get that in life. So I want to ask about 2020. Obviously, we couldn't do events. We couldn't even think about possibly doing the Pan Ohio Hope Ride. And I believe that, you know, people's energy were kind of frustrated. Their fundraising was a little frustrated. Stacy, what did it mean to hear and see the accomplishment of Brent doing the entire ride to help just raise complete awareness for Pan Ohio? And yeah, it was crazy. And it was really fun to follow along with that. And, you know, I was actually really proud of what we as a, a team accomplished in 2020, even though American Cancer Society couldn't do in-person events in any way. There was a small group of volunteers that coordinated a relay sort of symbolically, you know, one of the things a lot of Pan Ohio Hope writers do is carry names, whether it's, you know, a list of names in their pocket or written on their jerseys or ribbons that they pin on, wristbands, whatever. People carry names of the people they're writing in honor of and in memory of. So somebody had the idea, let's collect everybody's names. And we made a huge list of you know, over a thousand names, made scrolls in them in these capsules. And my husband, Daryl, cut our route up into like 35 segments of, you know, eight to 10 miles each. And we relayed those names across the state over the four days that Pan Ohio should have been going on. So we got to see Brent. Um, point is, you know, Brent was one of our top fundraisers. And of course, he was in the middle of his his big, crazy love letter to Pan Ohio of, I'm going to just go do this whole ride in one big swoop. So his wife, Corinne, wrote his segment. And so we got to see him out there during our relay which was really cool to just get his ideas and see his energy and see his enthusiasm. And it's very moving to see how much Pan Ohio meant to Brent that he was like, no, I'm not going to let this year go by and not do this. Like, this is a thing that's important to me that I do every year. I'm going to do it no matter what. And then to see how many other writers were willing to do a small piece of the same thing and say, okay, well, I'll ride out to the middle of nowhere and ride this 10 mile segment, even if that's all I do. So it symbolically kept it going. So I think the, the community as a whole really demonstrated how important it is. And, you know, and in 2021, we were back to, to in-person events, but still in a modified format because we didn't want to put people on buses. We didn't want to have volunteers handling people's luggage. So we did a modified event format where we stayed in one location and rode loops out of the same location and back so that the riders could drive themselves, check into one room, stay there for the whole week. Nobody had to be bussed or have their luggage moved. And it was fun and it was cool to see people in person. But I think the overwhelming attitude coming out of it was like, okay, that was cool, but let's not do that again. The journey across the state from point to point is so important. So yeah, it was, it was tremendous to see how much that meant to people. And then 2022, we... This relay, this, this crazy, all-out, one big, long ride. Um, thank you, Brent, for being part of keeping that spirit alive. Uh, in 2022, we're all back together again, and we cross the state. So, you know, the, the, the party rolls on. But, yeah, the relay of hope. We still have that baton, and it's on our mantle. And that was so significant, and what a great idea. But to have so many people be able to take part in a safe... 2020 event and be still carrying the spirit forward, giving everybody something to watch, possibly recreate on their own at home by doing multiple rides to, to hit their 328 in the month of July during 2020, when we were all kind of torn apart and we weren't together and you didn't get this vibe and this, this electric buzz of being together. So to talk about our part of the relay, I'd ridden the day before, my wife and my children had sacrificed to make sure that I would be safe during my 328 mile continuous ride, 19 hours and 42 minutes, which after two hours of sleep, I woke up crying 
And it wasn't because of pain. It's because I knew that 1942 is the year that my mom was born. So anytime that my wife was not watching over me, my mom was with me the whole time. And there are multiple variables for why it took me 19 hours and 42 minutes walking through muddy construction sites and things like that. And nobody knew that I was going to do this save for two people. And Route Planner was very generous in giving me the exact route that the Pan Ohio would have uh, covered that year. That the Relay of Hope, this relay that we did for Pan Ohio, covered. I go to sleep. I wake up the next morning. My wife has put in a Herculean effort to make sure that I could do something I'd never done before, keep the spirit of continuous Pan Ohio Hope ride alive. Now it's her turn. Now she's fired up. We've got to drive from where we camped after my ride to the start. We're a little late. <laughs> We're on our way. My wife is fired up. She has her arrow helmet. She has her skin suit. She has zip deep dish wheels that I had to change the brake pads that morning. Slightly blurry eyed, a little bit sore, and I'm playing bike mechanic. And get her shoe covers, the whole arrow package, right? And she is fired up to go race her relay section because she hasn't gotten to race she really didn't get to you know do anything competitive that year so we come skittering into the point where we're supposed to be and we're getting all excited and the relay riders coming in and there's going to be a handoff and Daryl and Stacy and Randy Hammonds is there and Susie Lawrence and all these people that we haven't seen in so long and they're so important about the Pan Ohio Hope Ride and she's ready to go, and, and I'm just thrilled that she gets to have this experience, and our kids are probably asleep in the van because they're done. <laughs> so uh, we're all fired up, right? This is exciting. Here we go. And my wife turns to me, and she says, do you have the route? I don't have it on my computer. I'm not sure where I'm going. I, we scramble. And we're like, I'm like, well, honey, I just wrote it yesterday, so let me tell you. When you get down, you, you turn right. When you get down to the brick bridge, you're going to want to go right. You're going to go about a quarter mile. You're going to turn left onto the bike path. The bike path is going to take you out to, you know, where that gas station is, where that awkward turn is? She's like, yeah, yeah. Like, you go there, you get onto the road, you turn left at the light, and that ought to be the next point that we do a handoff. She's like, cool. <laughs> so, you know, it was hilarious. Now, we kibitz with everybody. Corinna's gone. She's on her way. She's flying. And I'm like, well, we're going to go meet her at the, at the handoff point. So we're driving in the car, and we're not going on the route she's on. We take a shortcut, and we're about to pull in to the parking lot. And I look in my rearview mirror, and I see this bolt of color and speed coming. And I'm like, holy crap, it's Corinne. She's here. She rode 10 miles just Baby and Cancellara time trial pace. And we barely pulled into the driveway when she came screaming around the corner and finished her, her route. She was that fired up. And, and so there, she, I was like, oh, my God, where'd that come from? So it was pretty <laughs> funny that, you know, I don't know where I'm going. The way this worked out was pretty crazy anyway, because we had this big, you know, all of it depended on the riders being at the right places at the right times for things, which really depended on everyone accurately estimating how long it would take them to ride their segment. So we had this big spreadsheet of calculations of their paces and their distances and all that. And boy, she crushed her expectation. <laughs> Daryl and I were following behind and remember coming up like, I'm surprised we haven't passed Corinne yet. Like, we, you know, we stayed to kind of clean up. We were chatting with Brent and his family. You know, we all kind of got in our cars. 
And as we're coming up on that park, you know, we were, we were leapfrogging with the other support crew, so we weren't stopping at the park, but we thought we'd at least pass her and wave. And we're like, we never saw her. I hope she didn't get lost at the gas station with the weird turn or whatever. You know, it turns out she had just beaten us there, even though we were driving. <laughs> she was riding. She smoked it. Randy and Shannon Hammonds were still putting the, the the tether flags that said Pan Ohio Hope Ride Start Finish in the ground as she came flying in. We're like, oh, okay, so much for taking a picture. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, you know, you and Daryl Stacy put so much into that. Susie, Randy, Shannon, so many people. Matt Nicholson as well. There were yeah. six of us. That, we're just this dedicated crew to make sure that this relay occurred that pan ohio hope ride occurred in some iteration and you spent countless hours beforehand and then dedicated days and days of your lives just let's move the circus forward and that really is the power of the pan ohio hope ride let's adjust adapt overcome whatever you want to call it let's just make sure that this continues because even if you weren't at the pan ohio hope ride you were following or hearing about or creating your own magic, and it pulled us through yeah, a very tough time. Fantastic job. You know, ACS staff couldn't be any part of it, so they were all back at their computers, and we would send them pictures of you know, everybody with their masks on. Doing, we kind of did. We didn't even pass off the capsule. We give everyone their own, so nobody had to touch the same thing. So we had a little like Wonder Twin powers activating, and you know that that symbolic handoff. And they were just back at their computers, amplifying that and posting and sharing and following along, so everyone could follow our progress. It was fun. Wouldn't want to do it again but I'm glad we could do something that year. You know, I'm, I'm grateful for everyone that was willing to be part of that craziness. I'm super grateful for Daryl. You know, friends mentioned my husband, Daryl. Kind of funny story really quickly about how Daryl and I met, because it's yes. about podcasts, about the Pan Ohio Hope Ride. So if anyone's listening, maybe this will happen to you. I met Daryl at the Torta H2O, which was a local Columbus-based charity ride. And I woke up that morning not really wanting to go, quite honestly. I wasn't in the mood to go ride 60 miles. I hadn't been on my bike much, but I knew Pan Ohio was around the corner and I should get the training miles in. So I show up there. I kind of know a couple people, but I'm mostly riding by myself. And there was this group of riders that had sort of stopped to group up at a corner. And Carol was with that group. And he kind of looked back and saw this solitary rider back there and said, oh, you know, I'm going to wait for that person. You know, no one should have to ride alone. I'm going to you know, make sure this person's okay or you know, see if she wants to join us and it turns out maybe before that he had listened to a different podcast that had interviewed Kathleen Bond about the Pan Ohio Hope Ride and thought hey that ride sounds cool I want to find out more about that someday so we met I'm wearing my Pan Ohio jersey we strike up conversation and you know Alan as you mentioned when people meet me talking about bicycles I love to talk about the Pan Ohio Hope Ride so we spent the next 50 miles talking about Pan Ohio and bikes and getting to know each other the rest is history, I guess. I mean, we were friends for a couple of years. Really, had, the timing was right for us, but we sort he of. He had no it. idea. He had no idea what he was getting into. He had no idea. Good job recruiting him. Yeah. And then marrying him. And, and it was a huge honor when, when Kathleen decided that, that she was going to step down as chair and invited us to kind of take on that chair role. Terrifying again. Big shoes to fill for Kathleen, but it's it's a tremendous honor to serve as the chair of this event for how much it's meant to me over my life for the past 15 years. It's it's an honor to be able to give back to it. So, and, so maybe someone's listening to this podcast that wants to learn more, go ride your bike tomorrow. Maybe you'll meet someone that'll tell you all about it. You may you may meet the love of your life on your next bike ride. Stay yeah. tuned. And, and the beautiful thing about Stacy having the baton handed to her from Kathleen Bond, who is loved and adored and such a powerful force for the Pan Ohio Hope Ride is that it has stayed 
within the family. They didn't bring in some administrator or somebody who's very good at corporate fundraising events to make this a more successful, more streamlined, more, more polished event. They took somebody who has been there, who has lived the life, who understands the rider's needs, who understands what look good looks like and what bad looks like. And they said, we want you to breathe more life into this and make it continue. We want you to use your heart and soul that you believe in this Pan Ohio Hope Ride to give that experience to other people. And that is what is wonderful. This is not a corporate fundraising event, Alan. This is a family coming together to do something for people who they'll never meet, but also to perpetuate the culture of the Pan Ohio Hope Ride. We hear about corporate culture all of the time. You really can't manufacture it. It is organic. And having Stacy at the helm now and have so many wonderful volunteers and American Cancer Society employees who believe in this and breathe this day in and day out and would do anything to make sure that this happens one more year, that we make it one more nick, five more miles down the road. That is, again, the difference. The, the caring and quality of the people involved that will get you across that finish line. I've done tremendous events in my life. I've always thanked the volunteers, I've always thanked the organizers for taking the risk financially or putting their time into this. Thank goodness for people like you who put on bike races and support youth cycling and 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 spread the knowledge of, of bike racing, bicycle events, bike packing. You know, this is important. But what again is unique about the Pan Ohio Hope Ride is the people who are running it really are involved instead of just, this is my job. It's a total team effort. I will say that. I always like to give that credit back to Kathleen. You know, Kathleen Bond that had this vision after everything she was going through as caretaker for her husband. And she was also serving HCS as a volunteer. And, you know, she was on the national board for a while. She was doing a lot locally and she was doing a lot with Hope Lodge funding that she had this vision, you know, at the time, there were two Hope Lodges in Ohio, one in Cleveland and one in Cincinnati. So that was sort of the, the origin of the ride. Um, the Cincinnati one has since closed because it was underutilized. And they realized those funds were better served being spent elsewhere. But that was the original you know, inspiration for the ride. Like, what if some people got together and, and rode their bikes between the two Hope Lodges to raise money for them? And I think, you know, that was in 2007. I didn't join until 2008. I think there were like 45 or 50 of them that did it that first year. Kind of a crazy idea and that and just to see how it's grown from that is pretty incredible you know the the year in 2019 before the pandemic that we crossed the threshold of raising a million dollars in funds uh, which was amazing and that was when kathleen decided okay I've, I've done my bit it's time to hand off the baton and i said but you know the the real mark of a true leader and a true visionary is that this this thing lives on beyond her involvement and you know because she inspired so many people and because there's this amazing team of volunteers and passionate supporters and, and writers it's bigger than any one person so it's you know lived on beyond kathleen's day-to-day -day involvement in it and you know soon I'll, at some point when when we move on someone else will take it on because it's, it's this thing that's bigger than any one of us amen but i'm honored to be a part of it in some way <laughs> I do have a question of how I randomly found a picture after Pan Ohio of Brent dressed up as the king of rock and roll, Mr. Elvis Presley. Is it because he's the king of Pan Ohio or how do, is this a thing that happens every year? Or is this just some uh, random occurrence? I, I, I'm just going to say, I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, I've heard, I've heard that Pan Ohio Santa Elvis shows up. I've never been in the room with him. 
to experience it myself. So I, I'm, I'm at a loss there. I yeah, Brent, Brent. You know, he's normally very punctual and on top of things, but for some reason, Brent Evans always shows up late to that recognition dinner. I'm not sure why, but you know, uh, Santa Elvis shows up in the meantime, bearing gifts for all the good boys and girls of Panama. <laughs> Elvis is in the house. So yeah, it's, it's it's one of our traditions, kicking off our, our recognition dinner to kind of lighten up the mood and. You know, Brent has some sponsors that are very generous and very kind with giveaways, and so he's always got all kinds of swag that he likes to, to give away. I mean, not Brent. I mean, Santa, Elvis. Very much. Sometimes he even sings. Wow. Um, really? But, yeah, somehow Brent always misses it because he always shows up late to that party. I don't know why. Yeah. Brent Evans, I'll tell you. I don't know about that guy. Yeah, it's, Christ- it's, it's Christmas in July, right? And hopefully we are giving the gift to patients and their caregivers. Everybody has a noble reason. Corinne and I one year thought, wouldn't it be great if we gave two people who were totally unexpecting this this type of little tchotchke or, or gift or something like that. So these glasses were given to me by a dear friend and work colleague, Leah Burdett, as a Christmas gift. So it was very pared down the first year, but we brought helmets and socks and jerseys from DNA Cycling. And socks are one of my favorite things. So DNA Cycling every year provides me with the wildest color socks, and we give them away just randomly to everybody. After that first year, we were like, ooh, everybody kind of liked that, and nobody expected it. And it was kind of this celebration of why are we here? And so it was a way that Corinne and I could say, okay, let's do that again. Uh, Our children have shown up as elves. Uh, I have an Elvis costume now with um, lots of crazy things going on. And hopefully it's just a great way to energize and fire people up. Pan Ohio Santa Elvis has gotten to be the opener. Pan Ohio Santa Elvis has gotten to be the closer. But hopefully it's just part of that zany family reunion where People that we ask throughout the year, would you be willing to donate this so that we can just give it away to some some person? And the, the, the fun part of it is that you can bring energy to the room. And then the next day, there's always the joke like, hey, I saw Pan Ohio Santa Elvis. And people are wearing their socks or they're wearing their jerseys or they're drinking out of their Bilbo bottle. They, they donate a bunch of bottle, bottles to us. It's just totally random, unexpected. This year, however... Uh, as in, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Apparently, Pan Ohio Hope Ride Santa had a sing along at the uh, the end of the recognition dinner, his portion, and it was something about having met the love of his life 25 years later, and he wanted to serenade her and uh, offered a candy ring at the end. It was bizarre, but it was really fun because everybody sang along. Fools rush in. Got to commemorate that 25 years to the day of having met the love of his life. So anything can happen on the Pan Ohio Hope Ride and the recognition dinner. James Bond Jr. and many other people go off script, as Kathleen Bond would say, and it gets, I guess it should just be left in Vegas. Okay, I don't know where to go from there, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And boom. Sorry, I had a connection problem. What's going on, you guys? No, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know, Brent. I don't know what just happened the last five minutes. Yeah, I blacked out. I was on the floor, and um, I feel better. I'm hydrate. I want to talk about a person that I met through the Pan Ohio Hope Ride, who is, has also been made a huge impression on me. His name is Brian Trevelyan. He's on my fundraising team. 
which is really cool, by the way. We haven't even talked about this. You can come to the Pan Ohio Hope Ride as an individual who has raised money, and it's lovely. And then there are these teams that you can join, and they have zany names like Mind Brain Social Club and Kicking the Ass for All That Cancer and whatever you want. But <laughs> Honey Badgers, yep. Six pack. Um, yeah, six, six pack. Brian Trevelyan dresses up in an RT, uh, Star Wars kit or Ohio State kit, and he's a big guy. And he does Pan Ohio, and it's a mission. He's on a mission, and I love him for it. But I noticed that he always wore his Pan Ohio Hope Ride wristband, which everybody gets at the beginning of the ride, during the spirit of the event, you put it on, and then sometime after the ride, you take it off. And I think it was my second year I talked to Brian. I was like, man, I always see you with this wristband on. He's like, yeah, we're it all year round. I was like, wow, what greater way to meet somebody and tell them about the Pan Ohio Hope Ride is if when I extend my hand to shake their hand or anytime I do a race or anytime I look down and my hands are on the bicycle or I'm walking through the airport on my 125th flight of the year and I've got this wristband on to remind me. And so Brian was a huge inspiration that I never take mine off. And if I do take it off, it's to give it to somebody and I immediately put another one on. You know, the fact that the Pan Ohio Hope Ride doesn't ever end. I think it's like, what, a West Coast party? West Coast party never stops, right? You have events throughout the year to stay in touch with your fundraising team. You have social events. You have training events. You have the build-up to Pan Ohio. And then you have after parties, so to speak, after Pan Ohio, there's there are get-togethers. So it's not as cool as being in a gang, but it's it's pretty darn cool to be part of this family. Wearing the wristband and, and Brian impressive upon me that it's a 365 thing, dude. It's not four days. It's all year round. I love that. I love that it's it's a bond. If you've done Pan Ohio Hope Ride once or 15 times, you'll always be part of this this crew. And the the wristband our wristband is our our colors. Now I feel bad I'm not wearing mine. I didn't put one on this morning. <laughs> oh, we, we have a stack of them in our car. I like, a, we're, yeah. we're always ready. Probably one in arm's reach over here somewhere if I look around. <laughs> there are a lot of nutty people. I mean, people that dress up for Pan Ohio are always some of my favorites. Can I give a little shout out to Jason Woodruff for a second, who comes in a different awesome costume every year, the best of them being full-on Pee Wee Herman and rode across the state of Ohio in a suit. <laughs> With the I still don't know how he rode in that suit that year, but he came, uh, he only did the first leg on his peewee bike and then he switched to his regular road bike, but rode the whole ride dressed as peewee Herman one year. And he's done other fantastic costumes other years as well. He's a former Marine, cancer survivor, engineer who thinks way too much. I love you, my brother. But he put on a full suit in the heat of July, in the humidity of July, and rode a single cruiser speed with tank type, just like Pee Wee would ride. <laughs> and and is riding this thing, and I'm like, dude, you're gonna die. Like this isn't hard enough to start with. And the, the whole ride in the Pee Wee suit, and I was just like, you win, you win. Like you might as well get credit for double. It was hilarious. And and that's again one guy who's showing up who says I want to make people smile. I want to bring joy, you know, and, and he does it every year. And I'm, I'm positive that people look forward to it. They're like, where's Pee Wee Herman? Right. And he's done the whole Dukes of Hazard cast. He did the whole Dukes of, Dukes of Hazard cast one year. And we were so grateful that he did not do Daisy Duke. We were so grateful. 
that that would have repelled people. How about how about our dear uh, and beloved friend who wears a tutu every year with all of the names of people she's writing in honor of or celebration? Yeah, we have a few tutu writers. Paula's is probably the most elaborate tutu. Yep, or the jersey with a hundred hundred ribbons on it and a name on each ribbon. That just you know, it gets you right there. It really is powerful. Captain America outfit on Bill too. Bill. Superhero outfits show up from time to time. Yeah, we have we have a, a, quite a cast of characters on Piano Ohio, and it's it's a joy to see what sort of crazy creative ideas are going to come up next. And then uh, to your point, Brent, about Brian making it a 365-day event, we have a lot of other people that do that as well. I want to like shout out to the other Brian Gortz who rides his bike outside at least one mile every single day. He's been doing that for years. I know he had been over a thousand and he got sick several years ago and had to kind of actually miss a day or two and start over, but he's well over a thousand days again now, um, consecutive riding outside streak. I just saw him today. He's in New York with his kids this weekend and there he is renting a bike at Central Park so he can not break his streak today. And and he doesn't live in Florida. It's not like, I'm just going to go out and put my shorts and jersey on, right? Now that that is... That, that's inspirational, right? That is, you know, that's a dedication. And if, if you don't get inspired, inspired about that, then you're dead. Yeah, yeah you're not breathing. It's not a big corporate fundraiser, but, you know, obviously we are here to raise funds for the Hope Lodge program. Brian's one of our top fundraisers every year just by little things like that because he keeps it top of mind all year long and finds ways to ask people for money. You know, I think... I don't know that I've ever been the biggest fundraiser, but you know I've done some here and there, and it's certainly more than I would have ever done without a bike ride. I, I think I used to think events were kind of silly, like, why don't you just make a donation? But I can amplify that impact because I'm doing something that's a challenge to myself. Or you know, Brian saying, hey, will someone pay me if I make my streak continue? Will someone pay me if I wear a superhero outfit on the ride? Who wants to make a donation for me to put glitter in my beard? Who wants to make a donation for me to wear the tutu? You can use that as a way to, to connect with your donors and ask for funds in a way that maybe inspires more people to give than they would otherwise because they're honoring this crazy thing that you're doing which is really fun it's really fun to be able to use your passion for riding bikes and use it to be able to make a difference you know and there's there's lots of other great rides that do fundraising as well so you know if this isn't your thing i'd encourage you to find some way to use your bike to make a difference to something you know find the cause that you're passionate about there's probably a ride for it somewhere that you could go participate in and make that awesome too. There's a ride or a run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Are, are there other activities throughout the year that you make a priority also? Maybe it is getting in those miles to get you ready for Pan Ohio, but is there other charity events or other things that keep you active all year to that you're still passionate about besides Pan Ohio? Nothing. Lies. You're full of lies. I I would say in our family, you know, in Shining Star Cycling, my wife and I uh, being the racing team, as you well know, Alan and and Stacy, Pan Ohio Hope Ride is part of our mission. More women on bikes is number one. And selfishly, more women on bikes to go to Pan Ohio because they bring a friend. That is a fact, right? Guys will show up anywhere solo with friends or whatever. Women are way more social and better at including people and, and, and bringing somebody along or involving others. And so we get very passionate about more women on bikes. And Pan Ohio is definitely a cornerstone of, of our mission, racing team. 
and we get very excited about competition. It's really funny, 35 years into racing, and my life is now 10 years into racing. The events are amazing, and pushing yourself and the accomplishment. And even if you don't win, I've always said it's about mastery, right? Did you have a good day? Did you overcome mechanical or or uh, physiological uh, you know, detriment? You know, Did you win today in some way? But the people you see at the events, right? That you've raced with this person for a long time, or you only see this person at this event, or you only get together with this family at Pan Ohio Hope Ride, you know, that, you know, and, and the fact that they came back and you came back and you, you had a really good battle or you had a really good ride or you had that time to, to reconnect. That's, I think, what really matters. Um, and that's what carries you from year to year. And then all of a sudden that person doesn't show up and you track them down or you find out that they're no longer on the planet. And then you have a moment of reflection to say, how blessed am I to be able to do this again? How grateful should I be that, you know, I still get to experience life or be with my family or put forward an effort that is, is worthy? So that's, that's what we're passionate about. And Pan Ohio is smack dab in the middle of it and supersedes any bike race that we would win or do or, or, or get involved in because it's just, you know, it's, it's an outer body of experience sometimes being on the Pan Ohio Hope Ride and it carries you throughout the year. I would say for, for me and for my husband, Daryl, we're sort of a very different focus on our cycling. We're not fired up by competition. We don't race. We don't do that. We're more about adventuring and touring and exploring. So, you know, we've, we're sort of dipping our toes in the water of bikepacking. We've done a little bit of camping trips. We're going to be doing the Gap Trail with some friends this spring. And also, you know, we love hiking. We love backpacking. We love being in the woods. So that was sort of this natural next step, like, why don't we own mountain bikes? We like cycling. We like walking through the woods. Why don't we start riding bikes through the woods? And so that's opened up a whole new world to us that's gotten us really fired up about cycling again. Pretty stoked about riding our bikes through the woods and meeting this whole other segment of people. And we went to dirt school at Combo, meeting some other people at the Central Ohio Mountain Biking Organization. And we're really looking forward to sort of getting involved with this new realm on, on a different side of bicycles and really sort of exploring more touring maybe some gravel riding and bike packing, and then also light mountain biking. So that's what's got us fired up. You know, we, we still love Pan Ohio. I don't know if it was just during pandemic time, riding on the roads became a little bit less appealing to me. I feel like it's getting better again, but I feel like we went through this phase where drivers just forgot how to drive because they didn't do it for so long and it seemed a little sketchy when it started back i kind of feel like that's calming and we're getting back to a normal again now i hope but we've been enjoying finding alternatives that are a little bit off the beaten path and mixing it up a little bit you know again it sort of brought that new adventure and freshness and we can go different places on our new bikes than we could on our road bikes which has been really fun and, and it's fun watching your your adventure unfold. Getting little glimpses on social media has been uh, a lot of fun. You know, you find out, oh, I didn't know you had a mountain bike. I, I would agree with you on the drivers, and I think the whole world maybe just had a really tough time and got to a point. And yeah, maybe there is just a little easing of the tension in the world for whatever reasons, probably multi. But that's why gravel, and that's why you know being on bike paths or or doing something else maybe was more appealing. And that is one thing I'll say, the route planning and the consideration and the safety, again, that is put into the Pan Ohio Hope Ride really sets it apart 
there is the consideration that you know you, you might be an experienced rider you might be a first-time rider speaking of that i know a person that got on their the bike that they rode all 328 miles in the parking lot moments before they ran the park that's ran the panel on hope ride. yeah that's I'm, I'm a very level-headed person compared to that experience that person had, but they did it. They rode all 328. But again, I'm really proud of the people that put time into the Pan Ohio Hope Ride to make it a fun experience instead of this death march, so to speak. Uh, and I've been on those races and those rides where it's like, boy, not a lot of thought put into this, but but definitely thought put into the Pan Ohio Hope Ride being a, an enjoyable experience. Safe fun and meaningful with safe always being the top priority doesn't mean close course like we are on roads you know it's, it's a mix of paved bike trails there's a pretty good network of bike trails throughout ohio um it's a mix i want to say about 50 50 of trails and you know country roads but you know we get in and out of major cities at the beginning and the end of each day too so that does necessitate some urban riding here and there but our teams are really good at, at identifying if there is any area for concern. We're going to post one of our SAG volunteers there for visibility and signage and, and really watching out for everything. So, so much route testing, so many people that, that really look at what is the best alternative to get from point A to point B each day. And then people out there with eyes on the road. Yeah, little angels watching over you. Yeah, not in a creepy way. They know where you are. Yeah. Not creepy. <laughs> they should feel safe and protected. Yeah. One of, one of my favorite aspects, Alan, is that we go from college to college. So colleges and the dorms and the, the cafeterias are used for the Pan Ohio Hope Ride experience. And you can stay in a hotel or you can camp. There are those options as well. But I always think it's fun because you're going back to school for four days. I, being the ridiculous fool that I am. I always turn to people while you're in, in line getting your food, like, hey, did you study for the, the chem exam tomorrow? Like you're back in college and, and you've got a curriculum that you have to follow. And it's just, it's fun being on these college campuses, uh, Worcester, Otterbein, uh, University of Dayton. So it's kind of cool to be buzzing around on this campus because you have different events, you have different places you can go, you store your bike somewhere. You're checking into a new dorm, again, this traveling circus across the state. And so it really is exciting that you're in a new place each day and you're on one of these academic institutions campuses, you know, just checking out the scene or hanging out with friends or watching the Tour de France that happens to coincide every year. And then waking up the next morning and getting to the cafeteria, getting your breakfast and getting on your bike and riding to another college. So I think that's also unique. You know, we're pretty much together most all of the time and having time to spend when you're not on your bicycle chatting about your lives or chatting about the next day or what time are we going to start or is there going to be a headwind or how hot was it, you know, or things like that. So it's kind of like getting to go back. Stacy said that she feels like it's a throwback to being young. Whenever I, I get on the bike, I feel like I'm seven years old. It's just the number that sticks. Getting to do the Pan Ohio, it's like going back to college or being young again because you're pretty much just riding your bike from one school to another. And who doesn't love doing that? Literally the only thing you have to worry about. Like, pack up your stuff in the morning, drop your luggage over there, and it will magically show up at your destination once you get there. <laughs> Don't have to worry about a thing other than get on your bike and ride. Fantasy bike rider camp. 
what currently is getting you stoked on bicycles and the panel high ride? I'll jump in. Alan, I'm going to say you. You are giving a voice and a platform into many aspects of bike riding. And it doesn't have to be competitive. And I love the dedication that you've put in. You are materially involved. Just like the Pan Ohio Hope Ride, people donate because you are going to do this big thing. And Alan, you are materially involved. You're the man on the scene. You travel to these locations. You get lots of crazy suggestions for who to have on your podcast, and you're doing it. So the fact that you have made such a commitment to having over 50 podcasts and just giving such a wide array of a voice, you are not one thing, you are many things to cycling. And I honestly want to say that you're getting me stoked because if this is just one man and his dream to do this, when you get a group of people together or somebody who hears this podcast might be inspired to do something much like what you're doing or put that amount of effort into it. So gold star for the commitment and thanks for, thanks for caring so much and taking the time to do this. Amen to that. Yeah. I'll echo that. Alan really appreciate the opportunity to share today and that you are showcasing diversity. I think you kind of came up a little bit before, but you know what I love most and what has me most stoked about bicycles is the diversity and the inclusivity that I see growing in the sport. You know, I don't know that that was always the case, but I feel like I'm seeing increased diversity at rides I go to. And I love that about it. And it's one of the other things that I'm stoked about about Pan Ohio is the immediate tangible impact we make. I had the opportunity to go to a conference last fall with ACS and heard from some of the leadership about where ACS's focus is. And they are viewing everything on this foundation that all the programs they're doing are being viewed through the lens of health equity. Because there's there's disparities in the types of cancer care that people get. And ACS has a mission to end cancer as we know it for everyone. That like your prognosis and your cancer diagnosis should not depend on your zip code or your race or your religion or your sexual orientation. We want to make sure that the very best healthcare is accessible to everyone. And the Hope Lodge program is a huge part of that. You know, like Brent mentioned, if you have this cancer diagnosis and maybe your best treatment option is in a, in Cleveland, you're like, well, that's great, but I can't afford to go live in Cleveland for months. There's this facility that can help provide that for you so you can get that treatment. And I love that tangible impact. You know, there are there are other awesome rides in you know Columbus with Pelotonia and Cleveland with Felisano that do these huge, amazing rides that fund research. And I love that because you know the research dollars that they're raising for you know the James Cancer Center and the Cleveland Clinic is what's going to get us to that future world without cancer. Or you know, if you get cancer, maybe okay, great, here's your cure. So that's it's beautiful for the future world, but what about the person that sat in their doctor's office this morning and heard the words you have cancer? They need help now. So I love that our funds are making this immediate tangible impact through the Hope Lodge program and the other programs that ACS is doing for diversity and inclusion. So like that's what gets me fired up about the American Cancer Society and the Pan Ohio Hope Ride. And then taking that over into cycling, I love the increased diversity and inclusivity I'm seeing in the cycling community as well. And again, you know, appreciate that you're highlighting all aspects, you know, racing, mountain biking, cyclocross, road rides, touring, like, there's so many different facets to this. So being part of being able to highlight that as, you know, a charity ride, it's a, a different element of cycling. Appreciate you including us and everything you're doing. Just echo what Brent said. We are six months and about six days from the kickoff dinner 
for Pan Ohio Hope Ride 2023. So I'm almost on the downhill getting through the year to my Christmas in July and the best thing that I'll get to do all year. And I'm going to throw out a 2023 challenge. Is 2023 the year that I'm actually going to ride a bicycle with the Grandmaster Flash of podcast, Alan Cooper? Wait, have you never ridden together? No, not at all. It needs to happen. And (laughs) what if it was on day one of Pan Ohio 2023? When is, okay, so when is Pan Ohio 2023? What is the date? July 20th would be day one. And I'm at the start of my mountain bike series. Well, things, Brent. It's okay. We're going to have to make it happen somehow. You're going to have to bring your bike to a cross race you're covering for media. Yes. I don't know what. Yeah. That's my challenge. Okay. 2023. We'll figure it out. Bike ride. Figure it out. And I'll tell you what. The first half of day one, I'll ride for you, Alan. Thanks for joining me today, guys. Any last words? just want to thank you again, Alan, for having us today. It's been a pleasure chatting with you and with Brent today. And I guess what I just want to leave is, you know, hope is powerful. I love being able to be part of something that spreads hope, both personally through what I can accomplish physically and mentally on my bicycle and how great that is for my mental health and in the impact we're making for the American Cancer Society. Uh, We would love to have you join us in some capacity, whether it's as a rider, as a volunteer, as a supporter. Um, You can find out more at pohr.org or info, panohioinfo at cancer.org if you're interested in learning how you could partner with us in any way. uh, We'd love to have you join the Pan Ohio family. It's pretty much the best community I know. Amen to that, Stacey. I would definitely say if you want to have a transformative experience, ride a bicycle. And if you want to have the transformative experience that I know of in this world, having ridden all over the uh, all over the world in, in 35 years, come to Pan Ohio and do one day or volunteer or just look it up on Facebook. Because if you come, you will have a great time and you'll feel really good about yourself. And that's the inside secret. You have no idea how good you're going to feel by being part of the Pan Ohio Hope Ride in some fashion. Go ride a bike. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Stoked on Spokes podcast. If you enjoyed it, please like, subscribe, rate us, and tell your friends about it. Check out our Patreon page where you can get a lot more bonus content, all full unedited videos, all after banter where things get crazy sometimes, and early previews for the next episode. It's all available for only $3 a month. And follow our Instagram and Facebook to stay up to date on all the things we are working on. Until next time, just keep rolling.